Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I am your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 41 with my friend Ryan. Uh, this is a, <laughs> I'm subjecting you guys to a lot of nerding out in this episode. Me and Ryan reminisce uh, about being in media class in high school and Star Wars, uh, amongst other things. So get ready for a lot of that. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I just sneezed like three times right before I recorded this. <laughs> you know those triple sneezes? Those are those are rough. Uh, I will not subdue you to any more of my nasally sneeze voice. Enjoy this episode with my friend Ryan. Yeah, hi Ryan. Thank you for uh, doing this. And so I usually start out with how I know people. Um, like like many others, I know you from Best Buy. Yeah, but although you, we were kind of like ships passing yeah. in the night. Yeah, you, you. I think I interviewed you, and then you got hired, and then I left shortly thereafter. Yeah. Was I your supervisor? For like a month or two. Yeah, maybe. you were started in the warehouse. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's funny. But let's go. Let's go back in time. Sure. Are you? Were you born in Michigan? Uh, yeah, I was, well, yeah, if you want to get technical, I was born at Pontiac General, and it was, um, before we grew up in Clarkston most of my, most of my life. Yeah, because you went to a lot of the same schools right behind me, right? Yeah, um, we know Banks, although you knew him before I did, he was a big kind of push to get me into the media field. My parents were teachers, and I didn't really get to like tinker with all that stuff as a kid growing up really yeah so that was kind of introduction and kind of get me going down there so that's what your parents uh, did when you were born they were teachers yep okay uh do you have any siblings yeah i have a younger brother he's six years younger than me oh that's a big gap <laughs> yeah um actually there's kind of a funny story um, when we were at Disney World or whatever, they like took me down there probably as like the last only child hurrah kind of thing. <laughs> and I was jonesing to go on that Star Wars ride down there, you know? Oh, yeah. And, um... So this is the, like the old Star Wars ride. Yeah, this yeah. is... I was one of the Star Tours. It was like the yeah. X-Wing thing. Yeah. And I was too short at the time to get on the ride. Ouch. I had to wait with my mom, and my dad goes on. And then I think he goes on again, like, right afterwards. And I'm like, ah. That's funny. So then, you were six? Yeah. When that happened? Yeah. So you remember, uh, I'm guessing, like, you remember your brother being born? Yeah, that was a trip. I kind of spent the weekend at my grandparents'. Um and then, like, went over the next day once he was out. What, uh, that, I mean, what's that like? Do you have any mental capacity of that? What that was like being, like, an only child? Yeah, well, like... it's kind of funny. I was, like, they they were convinced they were ha I was having a sister, I guess. But for whatever reason, my stubborn five, six-year-old self was like, no, I'm having a baby brother, and... Like, that's just how the way things are going to be. And so I was pleasantly surprised and happy, you know, to find out I had a little brother. <laughs> yeah. So that did that happiness stick around? Like, did you guys get along really well in the um, early days? We get along, well, yeah, we get along like brothers, but <laughs> there was maybe a rough patch for a little bit, but we've kind of figured out who we are, and uh, he's... We're kind of total opposites. I'm kind of the more cautious, you know, measured one, and he kind of is just more raw and off the cuff, I guess, being yeah. the second child. Okay. So, more like get away with whatever I want sort of thing? Yeah, like he was <laughs> allowed to – he had more freedom, I think, than I did growing up because yeah. I kind of think that whole – theories true about the you with the first one you have like baby gloves around them on yeah. everything and then you see how they turned out and the second one comes and you're like oh it's gonna be fine whatever yeah my brother says the same thing about me he thinks i got way more freedom than he did yeah um, and it's I, I mean i don't think it was a uh, from the aspect of oh he turned out fine this one will be fine because my brother was all sort by the time i was like doing stuff my brother right. was all over the fucking board but <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's funny how the sibling stereotypes always seem to play out. I think there's a slight degree of truth to some of it, but yeah. oh, he's yeah. definitely 
of his own person. So yeah. Um, so you're, I mean, he's born and you're starting school. Like what's, what's that like school wise? Uh, I mean, anything noteworthy or do you, do you have anything happen in elementary or middle school that stood out? Cause you guys were never in school at the same time, right? Your brother and you. No, too although, far yeah. Although I was nice. I, whenever I'd have friends over, he, he'd want to hang out with us and I'd tolerate him for a while, but eventually it's like, get, get away little kid brother, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of subsided more as he's gotten older and become more, you know, more mature or whatever. But yeah, for a while it was kind of interesting. <laughs> um, how did you, so, well, let's, I don't want to skip ahead anything. So stop me if there's a timeline piece I'm, I'm overlooking. <laughs> um, but getting into like junior high, middle school, um, what's, what's that transition like? Ah, uh, geez. For whatever reason, when I was like in middle school, that was like the hard, like from fifth to sixth grade was like really hard for me, at least because I remember like one of the very first day of middle school, I like, I got back and I'm like, oh man, there's like all these teachers and you got to go from class to class. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't, for whatever reason, it was like a really hard transition for a first little bit. And you know, eventually you kind of wrap your head around it and it's just like, but yeah, it's, it's definitely worlds different. <laughs> Yeah, you're like... New school, like, new, yeah, new schedule. People are a little different, you know. Yeah. Did you uh, have, like, a tight-knit group of friends in elementary that followed you into middle school, or...? Um, yeah, I had a pretty good group in elementary, and then some of us kind of split up in middle school. And then I made... That's where, actually, I met Jay and some other people on, like, the sixth grade uh, camp thing they used to do. Yeah. Yeah. So like Jake or Jay and his dad were like one of the counselors. And then I'm like, he's a cool guy. Let's be friends. (laughs) Sometimes you, I, and then there's like another guy who's like been my friend all my life and like starting from like elementary. I'm like, he's a cool or like, it's like, I like him. Like we should be friends. Like, I don't know. Like that's how your brain operates as a kid. And it's just, that works out. Nothing. I mean, was home life good during school? So even though the transition fifth, sixth grade was, was that just school related or was there anything going on at home or everything um, pretty good? Everything's, I, I would, yeah, I'm, my childhood was pretty good growing up. Um, nothing really. In fact, I'm like hearing all these like horror stories. If we want to jump ahead to high school now. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> People are just, like, coming out of the... Like, I'm like, yeah, I wasn't super popular. And I kind of hung out with the band kids, even though I didn't play an instrument. And, you know, I did, like, tech theater and stuff. But, like, I don't... Like, I wasn't picked on and stuff. But now I'm hearing, like, all my other friends maybe didn't have as good a time. And I just felt bad. Like, how come I didn't know about this? Or why didn't you let me... You know, why didn't you let me know? I would have helped you out or... Were you just, do you think you were just naive to it or are you just, I, yeah, I've been called naive currently and maybe even in the past a lot. So I don't sometimes, know if they, sometimes like, that can be good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think sometimes people just kept stuff from me for better or worse. Yeah. I don't know if they wanted to maintain that or like just that's how it happened. From your perspective, then everything's kind of all good, right? You're doing the. I don't know the theater tech and stuff the stuff that you're enjoying doing and then it, like i know you did media stuff um, yeah so let, let's talk about that too because um i know when i got to that high school we had just gotten like what was considered state-of-the-art media equipment like the editors like we were using these oh god it was called media 100 was the program and i'll tell you what i would still use that today if i had <laughs> just because i remember exactly how to use it and it, was, it seemed yeah. so easy um and i mean that that was a great program to get into and it's funny looking back and especially looking back at some of the tapes i have because i have i have lots of tapes um yeah. i wish i would have taken it more seriously 
Uh, I know my best friend who made videos of me and stuff all the time. He did, and and he ended up going to Columbia for a year or two, and then got his audio engineer certificate out at UCLA. Like he got into it, um, and I I was just having fun, but I loved like I love all of it, and I wish I would have done something more with it now. But uh, it sounds like you kind of went down that same path of really enjoying that. So yeah, and, well. It started there, but it started kind of before that. I don't want to... I went to the Toledo Museum of Art, and it's kind of a weird place to kind of have a lightning moment, but they had, like, this, like... It was, like, it was called Star Wars The Magic of Myth, and they had all these costumes and props and everything there, and it was just like, wow. And I was geeking out about that, and then, like, I picked up a book, and it kind of was, like... It broke down some of, like, Joseph Campbell's stuff, and like you know the whole modern myth making and like kind of storytelling thing yeah. and i'm like wow this is great stuff like i want to like learn how to do some of this stuff and like go kind of tell my own stories so that was like my first thing and then i was like all right well maybe i should start learning some of this stuff and then i heard about that program and that was helpful because yeah we didn't have like i didn't have a lot of that like equipment growing up uh, yeah, I was going to ask, did you guys have, like, a camera, a camcorder, a family camcorder? We had, like, a family camcorder, and that was about it. And did you ever do anything with it? Like, make home movies? We, I done, I did, like, stuff in, like, middle school and maybe early, early high school with some friends on various projects. But it was kind of more fun. Oh, yeah, and I was sure. super, super serious about it, but then I was like, hey, maybe I should be. <laughs> I got it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the, well, the nice thing about uh, that class was, yeah, like I like editing kind of turned into like one of my favorite things to do, and I would have never really had that like if it wasn't for that class. And then I was like, okay, now I have to figure out if I want to keep going with this or not. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I'm gonna sidetrack for a couple seconds here which may turn into a, like 10 minutes, but <laughs> um, first I think the home movies in middle school thing is hilarious because my same friend that I made videos with in high school, uh, he his parents had a camcorder and we would take, <laughs> so stupid, we would take computer parts like the green motherboards and chips inside computers and we would put them on our buddy's arm and stuff and pretend he was like an android and make like... <laughs> make star trek and star wars movies um but on the note of star wars i gotta ask because uh the now that you've mentioned it a couple times yeah and you mentioned it when you're six you want to go on the star wars ride at disney so like was this uh your parents were into it and they were like you're gonna be into fucking star wars too. No, that's funny like well my dad is like obsessed with any and all sports like all the local teams who like, cause I don't know, he was obsessed with it and still is and for better or worse. Did that throw I, you into a lot of sports when you were a kid? Uh, I did. I didn't, they wanted me to do football and I wasn't really into it. I did baseball for a good number of years and that was fun. Um, like one of my last games, it was pretty awesome. Like, uh, they overthrew a ball at third, and I was in, like, left field, and I got it and was able to, like, throw the guy out at home. So that was pretty nice. ball. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, and then, you know, various other baseball stories. Oh, one time – actually, this is a funny one. We're doing, like, warm-ups, and my dad's, like, an assistant coach, and I'm, like, maybe – I'm in my, like, mid-teen years or something. And, like, I just got my braces off. He hits a fly ball. I don't know what happened. I miss it. It, like, dunks me right square on the upper oh, lip. No. <laughs> so everybody's freaking out. Like, and my dad's like, holy crap, did I just, like, knock my kid's teeth out after, you know, dropping a few thousand dollars on it? <laughs> and, you know, luckily it was fine. Everything, you know, is fine up there. And I just had, like, the biggest upper lip for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, thank God it didn't break your front teeth out. Yeah, but my, well, I guess my earliest Star Wars memory that I remember at least was he was, it was, I was super little and it was, I think it's on, it was like on TBS or TNT one weekend, the three yeah. movies. Yeah. Out. 
That's how I used to watch them. (laughs) It was like a Friday through Sunday kind of thing. And I just was remember being super in awe and everything. And, and I, you know, the whole redemption thing was like a big thing for me as a kid. I was just like, whoa, he was the bad guy, but you know, he like fixed his life up in the end. That's cool. What, uh, as, why did that play all, such a role with you? Uh, it's, uh, the, well, that part of the original trilogy sticks out to me because, like, I don't think a lot of kids' stories would kind of go that way. Yeah. In retrospect, like, have, like, but I don't, it just, it got in there and then I got, you know, I started getting the toys and the old expanded universe stuff. I started to pick up some of that and then, yeah. So that was kind of like my first step, and then, you know, film and TV stuff kind of, kind of got grew more and more interested in that stuff. And the rest is history. The rest is history, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I just wasn't sure uh, if you like were inundated by your parents or something with the Star Wars no, stuff. No, it was just, just something you you kind of found on your own. One of those I've seen it like happen because I've also done a lot of work in like the autistic community like in middle school and high school and i i worked scamp for a few years after that and it's crazy like that and like other stuff it's because i kind of see it through their reaction too it's just like i don't know it's just like pure magic and like that's that's a great sentiment (laughs) yeah um how did you get to work with autistic kids was that because you're dad did or was that just something you kind of found on your own kind of found on my own i I don't know how it came about but like it was one of those things where it was like um i don't know there was like a link program in middle school and i just kind of went for it and then you know I, i just enjoyed helping people and then like this first kid in like my scamp program it was just that really changed. It was life. It was a life changing moment for me because uh, there's this little kid uh, who was in Pontiac, and it was weird. He kind of looked like a younger version of me at the time, but like he was super nervous and shy starting out the the course of the camp, and then over the the camp, it was just like adorable to like see him open up more and more to me and like everybody else, and it was like. You know, that's that's special stuff, man. Yeah, that kind of broke through to you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, a lot of that is selfless stuff. And I mean, just from your testimony alone, you can see how rewarding that can be. Yeah, so, definitely. That's awesome. Um, did you stick with that at all? You said, did you do it in high school too, or no? Yeah, I did it in high school and then in college and the summers I'd come back when I could for SCAMP, which is... It's a great program, and maybe another reason I got involved, too, is, like, the neighbor was, like, the longtime uh, director, like, fundraising director for that, so yeah. it was just, it's just, it's great to, like, help out people like that when you can. And, how does, uh, how does SCAMP work? Because I have, yeah, I have a number of friends that are involved in that, and I don't think I fully understand it. At some point, uh, I thought it was just a marathon, <laughs> so I don't well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of it's built up, that's, like, one of their bigger fundraisers is their walk and roll thing. But, and don't, you know, I would advise the podcast people to look it up and follow. Yeah, you're not a spokesperson on it, I get it. (laughs) Although I did create some promotional materials and stuff for them, which, but that's another story. But that was kind of a nice side job to do both, kind of fill both parts of me there. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. You're good. it's a, and there's other organizations like it in the area, but the, the scamp that we're referring to is like Northern Oakland County, and they kind of pull their resources to have like a summer camp program um, for various uh, special needs individuals. And this can be like physical, uh, emotional, and, uh, you know, uh, cognitive disabilities. Yeah. So they're broken down into, um, various ages and, uh, you know, kind of group types, I guess. I don't know. And then they kind of, they can go, there's a lot of stuff at Independence Oaks that they go to. There's like arts and crafts stuff. Um, 
you know, in other times they would go, some of the older kids used to go to Tiger games. I don't know if they do that anymore, but like, you know, it, it was, it's a great program because it gives the kids a chance to kind of be normal kids when they otherwise might not be. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the future of that looks like this summer. Well, I, I think it's canceled this summer, which yeah. would be like the first time. So that's a, that's a bummer. My heart goes out to them and the poor kids this year. Cause that, that's gonna actually this whole COVID thing for them is probably just an emotional roller coaster for some of those guys. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, it, it sucks for everybody, but then when you have someone that has special needs, and then uh, you think about the things like Scamp and these opportunities that they look forward to that they don't have now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Explain away, I guess. Um. So uh, that was a downer note. Uh, but oh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so high so school. That's like another... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I'm just. I try to follow a timeline, and it never works. But that's okay. <laughs> that's, sorry. Uh, was college like a automatic thing in your family? Where is that the expectation? I guess. Well, yes and no. I guess my dad and my well, my parents went to college, and then. Actually, they met in Oakland for their master's stuff. But if I think about it on my like dad's side, I was the first kid to go and graduate until my brother graduated college. My cousins uh, ended up in like law enforcement and EMT stuff. I guess I was the first one, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I, I was like, hey, I'm gonna give this this media thing a shot. You know, if it doesn't work out. You know, at least I got a bachelor's and I can think of something else, I guess. So that was your goal when you applied to college? Yeah, that was why I ultimately went to Grand Valley. Um, oh, I know. I know this. <laughs> uh, I wanted to go there so bad. Because uh, they, uh, have, they have a great video program, right? They do have a great program. Yeah. Like I, I, went, I think I visited Central and Western. Um, <laughs> the Westerns, though, I remember was just like... It literally looked like the Anchorman set for like their newsroom or whatever. Nice. And I was like, "This is cool, but do I want yeah. <laughs> to be in like Anchorman, Ron yeah. Burgundy equipment?" Or <laughs> yeah, that's cool that that something you were able to pursue there. So right out of high school, I'm guessing off to Grand Valley. Yep. Um, and freshman year went pretty well. My friend. Uh, on the floor and who would later become my roommate like a couple years in college were like dude we felt like the only sane ones because it was just banana city in that uh dorm and like that floor in particular and i'm like they just need to do like a real world show <laughs> like what's going on and we're just like yeah. the two normal ones that's that is not the reputation i know of grand valley so that i know i think <laughs> they were trying to be some trendsetters to varying degree <laughs> That's funny. Um, what's it like being away from home for the first time? I think it, it worked out well for me. Did you did you do anything in high school, like as far as party, drink, anything like that? Or I don't. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, when I, I was hanging out with the theater kids, those kids could fucking throw down. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like me and I got. That's one thing I will say. Like. The kids that I was around most of the time, we didn't really, I don't know if it's just because how they were, like, we just kind of found each other. And we're like, yeah, I'm sure, like, like I said, I feel like people sheltered me. So maybe <laughs> on their own time or other parties or scenarios, they maybe weren't as good as me. But I, I kind of wasn't into that stuff. And then even in college, I was, like, a little terrified, at least freshman year of like trying to go drinking and whatever just because i'm like i don't want an mip or whatever oh yeah for sure yeah no, and, I, didn't, uh, I didn't do anything till the very yeah, end I, of high school yeah i i waited a i like then i started like sophomore junior year being a bit more adventurous as far as that stuff goes so how's i mean how's the rest of college how's <laughs> oh that's that can be a podcast <laughs> Um, overall, it was great. Um, a lot of cool people I met. Uh, one of my buddies who's still in kind of the industry, he's out in Chicago right now, but he was 
Uh, he was John Shaw. He was a great help to me. And we like, I think a lot of our best, like kind of undergrad stuff we did, we worked on like stuff together. So that was a lot of fun. And then another good friend I know is out in like Colorado and I get jealous every time I see like social media pictures of like him and like nature and stuff right now. Yeah. So, but you know, so that was good to kind of meet those guys and other people to kind of that help kind of shape and grow and you learn things. Actually, I had like an internship that I used that was a very interesting, less than ideal scenario. It was, this guy was trying to do, this is, I think like the film incentive stuff, it was, it wasn't dead yet. So they were trying to milk out some stuff. Yeah. yeah. And this guy, I don't want to get super specific or whatever. Um, His name was Randolph Jackson. He lives at 321 North Elm Street. (laughs) He was trying to get like an indie film thing he'd be working on off the ground. And so I was kind of brought in over the summer and I was annoyed because I worked on like, oh, you know about the GBSU summer film program? No. All right, I'll go off of this tangent too for a minute. (laughs) So... I actually got in like a year early on that. I was able to ninja my way around Christmas time into an audio class so that I could do it. And basically they do like a summer film or program every year where they like shoot like a short film or sometimes longer. Yeah. So that was, that was probably one of the most exciting ish professional times. Cause I was like the young kid learning from like, I was like a sophomore at the time. And I'm like, you know, on set learning from the guys. And then afterwards, because I was the assistant editor, so I was like working with the the director who's like one, like a student Oscar and stuff in the, in the editing room with him. And that was, we kind of knocked out, I felt bad because there was like a post-production class in the fall. Yeah. But like, we kind of knocked out <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, like, we got like a pretty good rough cut by the end of like July or August. And so I'm not sure what they Was this do. before your freshman year? No, this is like my sophomore okay. year. Okay. So I was or I just finished my sophomore year maybe. So that was a great experience and it was it's called the dark room. It might be on Vimeo if you want to check it out. That sounds interesting. It is. So I was glad how that turned it's out. It's called the dark was, room. Yeah, okay. I'll see if I can link you or I can send it to you later, I guess. Yeah, and I'll link it when I post it. People can but check that it was out. that was a load of fun, and and then so instead of doing that the next year, I'm I'm working with this guy. <laughs> like I would go. Basically, what ended up happening was is I went over to this guy's place a couple of times, and then I remember the World Cup was on, and he had shot like all this stuff, like cause he. Uh, he like has family in India or whatever, and it was like he's like, "Hey, shift through all this footage and add titles." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and so, and then I'm looking through, and then he wanted me to short shift through his like office and like tax and these film forms, and I'm like, I'm seeing all these other red flags, and I'm like, "Oh, well, I guess I got to write out this internship because <laughs> like this film doesn't look like it's happening," um, and it did. Uh, it's probably still on his website where he's like, it's still happening. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. It's been 15 years. Yeah, it's been, well, it was almost like 15 years by the time I got there. So it's probably getting close to 20 now. And it's like, that's funny. Uh, but I basically kind of learned what not to do out of all that. That's always a good lesson too. It was. And I'm, it came in handy when I had like an actual real internship for a post-production house in Southfield. That was fun. A lot better by comparison. So, <laughs> so you're at Grand Valley. You're you've got a place uh, in like an apartment. Um, what's what's your relationship like with your parents now that you're out of the house? And uh, I check in with my parents nowadays because of the whole Corona and everything else, and I can't really see a lot of people otherwise. So yeah. I probably check in a bit more with them now than maybe I did in the past. So what's after college? What's next for you? 
some interesting times. Uh, <laughs> what does that qualify as? So, did you end up? Did you get a job out of college, or is like? Is oh no, I've I've had to work quite a bit in various in various places and things. I had oh gosh, well, some freelance luck, and then you know I I tried the freelance life for a little bit, and um, I had to move back like as when college ended, and. You know, tried. Well, that was that was kind of a disappointment thing. Was I worked at that post house for, I want to say like a good six months, and you know, I'm doing everything the right way, and it's like, and I was like, I, I, because I took to him. I'm like, look, I'm not looking for college credit or anything. I'm, I'm looking to like get my foot in the door somewhere, and you know, see what happens. And yeah. I'm like you can have like X amount of time with me and then we'll have to figure out what we want to do after that. And it stunk because I think they, like, I liked like being there and I'm, and maybe in an ideal world they would have kept me on, but I think they might've been in more trouble than they realized or whatever. Yeah. Did they shut down shortly after you were, left there it was like a couple years but still so i might have been just in the wrong point in their in their plan maybe yeah did you did you move back home when you graduated uh yeah i did okay for a while and then i got a job with grand valley uh at their simulation center which is like with their health building downtown yeah uh helping their uh they're like health mannequin patients and kind of the, I was part IT man, part kind of video guy. Okay. Cause they had a video recording system. So I helped run that and kind of did like some promotional like videos and tape lectures and stuff like that. That's cool. So that was cool too. Um, I don't want to get super, I'll, I don't want to tell a whole bunch of the story, but I, I'll tell some. <laughs> Just because I'm, I'm the type of guy that's like, I don't want to put anybody on blast or... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I don't want anyone or, to do that either. <laughs> bridges. So, all I'll say about that is, it was, when I got hired in at the time, it was a year-to-year position. And so, like, every year you'd have to kind of reapply or whatever. Yeah. And the good news, bad news thing is I was doing such a good job, kind of, that they were like, oh... You know, this is really a, an assessor. Uh, you know, this isn't like a nice kind of budget position to have. Like, this is a necessity for like our day to day right now. Yeah. And they were also looking to expand and like have another building and stuff, which I think they now do. Um, and so they, <laughs> they they said, "Oh, we'll make this position permanent." And for whatever reason, and I mean, it's in their prerogative. I didn't have a ton of experience at the time either. And I was on a year-to-year contract, so I guess I should have known in hindsight. They were like, hey, you know, we're not going to interview you for this, and we're looking for somebody with more experience. And so that, you know, that hurt a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Especially moving back out there and kind of setting my life back out there for a year. I'm sure. And, uh... So that was a painful one, and I kind of had to lick my wounds and head home for like a couple of years, and, and that's kind of how we met a little bit, because <laughs> I was trying trying to make it on freelance, but I needed some like you know decent money in the meantime, and yeah, uh, I was like, all right, well, you know, Jay's there, and it's Best Buy couldn't be terrible, so. <laughs> No, I, I, I have all good things to say, except for a yeah. few members of management. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on in your, like, outside of your work life, like after college and you're doing these jobs and you move back and forth, um, like in your personal life, your friends, like, any, uh, what's going on there? Are you just working a lot? Or are you hanging out? Or are you seeing anybody? What's... What's that life like? I'm just kind of hanging out and, you know, enjoying my friends out in Grand Rapids at the time and 
it was a nice to kind of go back out to college and reconnect with the people who stayed out that way. Yeah, I bet. that was like definitely a fun year and change. Um, and then kind of moving back, it was like I kind of it was funny I actually reconnect. I like I connected with like a friend group that was like a couple of years behind me in high school, but they've kind of become like a good friend for like this area because some of them have stuck around or whatever. Yeah. So that kind of helped me <laughs> a lot when I had to come back to from Grand Rapids area and back to, you know, the Clarkston area. I was like, oh, okay, I'm not totally socially alone again or whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> a Because a lot thing. of my, like, high school friends are scattered to the four winds in various places. Yeah, I imagine your brother is just graduating high school at that point, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, pretty much what happened. And so I got to see him out and... He went to Central for, like, uh, law enforcement stuff. And okay. He's kind of working. Oh, he's had an interesting road. Because he decided to go into the National Guard for a little bit. Oh, wow. And then that didn't, that didn't really work out. And we, we he, like, kind of did it on a whim. And we're like, bro. And I'm like, well, I'm like, bro, I don't think you're going to like it. <laughs> like, because you're not like a huge fan of authority, and yeah, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> um, typically and, like, not. After good. this, he's he's become, and I and I don't blame him. He's like kind of super libertarian right now. After that, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I'm like, I don't know what you were expecting, but, uh, <laughs> um, and then although I guess he did mess up his back pretty good, there's either in. It was like a combination of he got it in like basic, and then he was also like a mortarman for the National Guard. So like he might have tweaked his back doing like you know carrying around some of those shells or something. That's crazy. How do you get back into TV production like where you're at now after you you leave our wonderful <laughs> alma mater of Best Buy? Yeah, well I kind of dust myself off. I start doing stuff on my own i got uh involved with kind of sort of goes back to my scamp days of i got involved with a group that was called like student leadership services out of waterford okay and they were like they were looking to kind of i was kind of brought in to help kids like craft like better like you know videos or you know pictures or media or photographer or I was kind of brought in as like a consultant to kind of like, you know, and then what I did was I kind of helped develop some teaching things, like some basic, basic stuff on like, you know, rule of thirds and like, you know, kind of graphic design theory and other stuff. So that was kind of a neat experience and was good to kind of get back to my like roots of like sort of education and media, which I guess I was born into. So. <laughs> yeah, that and works that, out. Uh, what was the other thing? And then I got, I also did some uh, freelance work for a place out of Rochester, um, doing some video stuff in the meantime. And then, and then, well, I got hired on, I don't, I won't say who I got hired on just in case, <laughs> but I, let's just say I work for a local uh, TV news station as a, as a cameraman. And, uh, yeah, that's it's going on. I got hired there at like the end, uh, toward the end of May of eighteen. So, and that's been an interesting. It's been it's been good and definitely interesting in these times right now. Yeah, I'd love to know. I mean, have you been able to cover any any like of the protests going on? Uh, yeah, for at least the early part of June, I did something like, it was like five to seven protests in the span of like two weeks. Was that, what's like, that like being there as like part of the press? It is actually, I've, I've been lucky because in like the Flint, Saginaw, like those areas so far, it's been really peaceful between the people and, you know, the police and everything. So I'm really thankful for that. And, um, it, and especially in this heat, it's like nice people. I don't, let's just say I don't do well in the heat. <laughs> right? 
So, in fact, there was, there, so it's been kind of not, people, and then I've like kind of gotten on my knee a couple of times, and I've like had water nearby, but people are like, oh, are you okay? Do you need water or anything? So that's kind of like adorable every time that happens. <laughs> um, people looking out for people. I know it's, and, um, I appreciate it. And then this one time, this was, it was a crazy thing. Cause we like, I left, they, they had the car key, so I couldn't take all the gear back. And we were in the middle of a live shot. And so we were running to like, talk to a random like protester for like the final six o'clock hit or whatever. Yeah. And they start going down their like thing to the police station or whatever. And like, <laughs> And so I was like, all right, I don't have all the stuff in the car because you had then one of the, the reporter I was with and the other person, one of them had the key. So I had to go grab the key, put away the stuff I didn't need. And I'm trying to like run up and catch uh, them and the rest of the crowd to get some of the like protest stuff that I need. And it's like close to 90 degrees and I've got like an extra 20 to 40 pounds of stuff on my back and to keep up. And so luckily I get there, I get some shots of the the crowd and then they like, they're there for at the police station for like a good hour. And I'm just like, by this point I'm like super spent and whatnot. And the, like our spotter, the person that was there kind of flags down a cop car. Cause I'm just like struggling. I'm just like, (laughs) like, even though I've like tried to have as many waters as I can, I'm just like, I'm tapped out. And eventually, uh, to keep things fair and balanced, like a, a cop car, like they let me, they're like, Oh, we can go in the ambulance. And she's like, no, I don't think he wants that. But I was able to ride back to like our work car and that that cop car. So that was a nice way. (laughs) I would be freaked out about getting in a cop car during a protest. I, I was like kind of delirious enough and he was kind of far back enough where I'm like, and they were kind of scooched back up to the sidewalk. Yeah. So I wasn't too upset about it. So are you happy like, doing, uh, I mean, doing the camera work? I know it's not like technically post-production stuff, but. Um, well, it's, that's the, the nice thing is I feel like I've gotten way more better in my camera skills than maybe otherwise. Yeah. So I feel like I'm kind of, more well-rounded for the future and stuff what's the i mean what's the long-term goal do you want to what's you want to make a feature film one day you want to just kind of be an industry person with the like behind the camera stuff for your career i'm i'm pretty content right now and um but you know i guess my ultimate dream would to you know be in post like at like a movie house or something but like I'm pretty content where I'm now at now. I'm just kind of getting my foot wet in the, I'm getting moving out of an apartment right now into a condo. I'm just starting that process. Congratulations. So, thanks. Um, How'd you like buying your first I was getting place. tired of like giving money to my apartment complex for mediocre results. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, my wife wanted to rent before we bought a house. She's like, let's just keep running. I was like, no, we're literally just pissing this money away. <laughs> I hate doing yeah. that. So, cause and I gave it like it, the two year window at this place too. I'm like, all right. Cause I'm just, yeah, I've been burned a couple of times before and I yeah. was like, let's start with an apartment and then maybe if things go well and you know, I've talked to, management a couple of times and they like me so that's good to hear <laughs> and i got renewed so that's another good thing so. yeah and the way june's starting uh i imagine you're gonna have quite a summer vacation or quite a summer yeah how i spent my summer vacation um yeah just covering everything that's going on i mean from covid to black lives matter and you got the election coming up later than the year oh yeah because uh, you're in quite a you're in quite a business for yeah, What's I'm, happening? <laughs> I'm more nervous about election stuff now, but we'll see. Yeah, than anything else right now. Um, and I, I mean, I, I can assume where you stand on certain things, and I don't like to get too political on this podcast. But I am curious, yeah. um, especially being in this position where you're covering some of the Black Lives Matter protests. 
you mentioned your cousins and your brother got into law enforcement. Has that become like a rift at all in your family? Well, actually, there's a bigger rift that, uh, oof, that's a long story, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take part of that for a while. Um, but I, there's a little bit of friction with me and my brother. He's, I guess, he's not super right. He's just slightly more to the right than I am, I guess. Actually, I've done a couple of quizzes, and I'm kind of just left of the the center on the on the on the quiz stuff. Yeah, the little four square thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like another version of that too. So I'm like, huh, I'm a left libertarian, Sean, or whatever. <laughs> if there is a thing, anyway. Yeah. But um, uh, it's a little bit because I I I kind of was like, oh. Cause he's thinking of voting for the libertarian lady. And I, and we kind of got into that whole debate about throwing votes away and whatever. And I'm just, I gave him a good honest pitch. So, I, but I, I doubt he'll listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I won't get into that, Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was just curious cause you, so do you have cousins that are cops? Um, my older one on my, my dad's side, yeah. Okay. It's not something close. It's not like someone super close in your family or. Well, yeah, a bit of a riff there and that's not cause of him or anything, but, uh, my, my, uh, my grandparents, um, or my, my dad's parents, uh, both kind of went with Alzheimer's and stuff and there was kind of a feud between my family and the sister of or my aunt or whatever about how to deal with that. And oh yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get too far down. Oh no, yeah, that's before. that's for them to but, talk about. So that that was kind of that wasn't a great kind of thing that happened. Luckily for me, that kind of happened more toward end of high school, college years. Yeah, I felt if that that would have been way harder. I think early on to like lose like those cousins and whatever that's crazy well you got i mean you got your hands full with with work that's for sure Um, yeah so what it's fun though man i got most of the people there are great and i'm learning a lot kind of every day and i've gotten more and more confident there so that's good yeah it's i get the vibe from you that you uh i don't know just all all around good person. Like I think, <laughs> starting out with the, you know, working with with kids with special needs and just being kind of drawn to that. And I, I'm sure you probably have that influence from your dad doing that, um, in the background. But and then uh, it just seems like you want to, you know, learn what you can and appreciate what you have. And that's I think the best any of us can do so there yeah. you go you're, you're already doing your best so congratulations yeah, i appreciate that i'm like and i'm also trying to get more trim i've lost close to 30 pounds since the new job nice congrats um, trying to be a little bit healthier i had a little bit a little bit of a setback with these uh stress eating and other <laughs> activities that aren't quite as healthy for you yeah. during COVID, but trying to get back on the health train a little bit yeah, I, t- I tell my wife every day, please don't leave me, and then she gets mad at me for saying that. But she's been <laughs> like, she's been working out literally every day, and I'm like, cool. I'm like on the border of depression, so I'm just gonna try to maintain the weight I have and maybe yeah. go for a walk around the block. Yeah, well, that's all I would say right now is I, especially right now with like everything shut down and like my apartment gym or whatever. It's like, I just, all I can do is kind of just go for walks and I like it just to like listen to podcasts or yeah, for sure. um, music or whatever. And I've got a cool little nature trail near Genesis. That's, that's really nice. Oh, that's cool. That's nice to have access to that. Yeah. I have a nice neighborhood, but I also, I don't know. I am very resistant to everything right now, yeah. <laughs> more so than I normally would be. And, uh, so yeah, kudos to you for, for, well, I'm not. I'm definitely not perfect, but I I figured I'm better to start taking better care of myself. Yeah, I might not be here. Yeah, advice we could all use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good chat, man. I've yeah, I, I got. I'm to know bummed you a lot we more. didn't do this sooner, and like 
in person. <laughs> yeah, well, in person too. Maybe we that can be a sequel eventually. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know, I, know. I don't know when yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. Th- thank you for sitting down with me. Thanks for talking to me. Tell yeah, me, man. tell me about your life, and thank. I mean, thanks for being out there. Hopefully, you don't find yourself in the middle of like, you know, a protest. Like uh, what was it yeah. last night where a cop ran over a bunch of people? Oh jeez. <laughs> so and I care. It's it's crazy times, but I gotta say the people in this area have been good overall. Yeah, and it's it'll be. I'm curious. Just this won't be in the podcast, but I'm curious. Maybe it will. Who knows? Who knows what <laughs> I'll cut? But uh, I'm curious to know what the situation will be when this airs because this isn't going to air for like five or six weeks so okay i'd be very curious <laughs> we're going in lockdown 2.0 faster oh for sure I... for sure no one i'm up here in grand blank and whatever and nobody like nobody's wearing masks and i'm just like what the fuck guys yeah that's why i don't go out anywhere because <laughs> uh i mean i have a pulmonary i have pulmonary sarcoidosis so i have like an autoimmune yeah. disease in my lungs so i don't i don't go out anywhere yeah and when i say well, I, I was scared too because whenever i've gotten sick it would, it's always gone like to my lungs like i remember i got like double pneumonia one time as a kid Jeez, like crazy shit yeah that'll kill you as a kid <laughs> mm. well stay healthy stay, yeah. wear, wear your mask get drink water <laughs> you yeah. try not to ride in the back of cop cars <laughs> crazy times so just stay safe enjoy and have a good holiday you too man thanks have a good one all right you just listened to my friend ryan my interview with my friend ryan you know what i'm trying to say uh what a what a fun time to sit down with him you know uh as somebody that's he's a local news cameraman so you know you really get a perspective from kind of the front lines of everything that's been going on uh, since what since may at this point so that was that was really nice sitting down with him and i'm sure he's got even more stories now because we recorded this back in uh I believe in june maybe july so lots of stuff happening uh and i thank him for coming by and digitally and, and giving me some perspective I hope you guys are enjoying the new episodes, and uh, like I announced in the preview, we have a Patreon that is out now, and God, there's a bunch of other stuff going on, and soon you'll have some sneaky good stuff with a a therapist answering your questions. I'm excited about that, so keep tuning in, and you will get get an earful, but an earful you like, like an earful of crunch berries, 90s crunch berries, you know, where it's just the red berries. Not the blue and green. What happened to Crunchberries? Wrong podcast. That's for my Crunchberries podcast. You guys have a great day. Uh, reach out. Let me know what you think, how you're feeling. You can find me at justinsfriendrequest at gmail.com or follow, ask questions, like, comment, subscribe at friendrequestpod on Instagram, Facebook. Looking forward to talking to you guys. I love you. Take care.